Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Locked On Coyotes, your first daily Coyotes podcast. Uh, this is your co-host, Carl Pavlock, doing a solo episode today. Um, fortunately, normally I'd be joined by my uh, co-host, Robin Leonio. She was unavailable. Uh, so wanted to just kind of jump in by myself and get everyone caught up. The Arizona Coyotes played their first game of the regular season last night against the Columbus Blue Jackets, um, and man, was it a tough loss. Uh, just absolutely brutal. I think we all expected the Coyotes to be not good this season, but opening up to an 8-2 loss is just absolutely rough, beyond the pale, uh, was not a great showing for pretty much anyone on the ice. We're going to be talking about that all day today um, just to kind of, you know, relive those poor memories because uh, it it was a tough one. Uh, hopefully we can find some silver linings in the second period um, of today's sh- or second uh, segment of today's show. And then looking forward to tomorrow's game against the Buffalo Sabres should be plenty of fun. But I do want to thank everyone for making Locked on Coyotes your first uh, podcast of the day. I know a lot of people do like to listen to these podcasts on their commutes. Um, It's absolutely great. Love to have you. um, And hopefully we can kind of discuss what went wrong. Um, And yeah, let's start with um, the first period. Uh, The Blue Jackets were able to come out to a... Really quick start. They got their first lead of the game 40 seconds in. Um, former Coyote Max Domi fire shot on net. It was redirected by uh, Alexandre Texier. Um, apologies if I mispronounced that. Um, but yeah, less than a minute in, the Coyotes were already down 1 0. Um, it was rough. Um, Domi, the entire game, looked like he was getting ready to, you know, he he definitely had something to prove. Uh, it's something that Coyotes fans would be very familiar with anytime you watch Clayton Keller play the St. Louis Blues. Uh, certain players, they just kind of have a team that they want to show off for. And Max Domi, uh, apparently he's decided to make the Arizona Coyotes that team. Makes sense. Coyotes drafted him. They traded him to the uh, Montreal Canadiens uh, for Alex Galchenyuk, who did miss last night's game with an injury. Uh, Coyotes certainly could have used him, um, but but yeah, let's let's start there. Um, Arizona just gave up way too much for the for the Blues. It it always seemed like. The Columbus Blue Jackets were able to get in on the Coyotes. They were able to get quality chances, and they were able to get past Carter Hutton. It they didn't look great exactly, but they were able to find the open ice and just kind of really, you know, take it to them. 
the Coyotes did not get great goaltending. Uh, Carter Hutton finished with a, let me just make sure I got this, a point, I'm sorry, um, it was a point six nine. Um, sorry, uh, 0.692 save percentage, just absolutely rough. There were a couple of goals where I thought, you know, he, there was nothing really I could do with that. Uh, there's quite a few redirections. Coyotes definitely need to do better about making sure to, to limit those kind of deflections, that sort of thing. Uh, but he was also able to be drawn out of the net quite a bit, um, I remember on the uh, Boone Jenner goal, he was way out there. Boone Jenner was able to just get like a basically a tap in. On the last goal, not that it matters. He was able to be drawn out. Uh, Carter Hutton was definitely one of the bigger question marks going into this uh, season. And it really doesn't look like he will be able to, you know, carry this team the way that we've had goaltending carry the team in the past, the way that Darcy Kemper was able to anti Ranta um, going all the way back to Mike Smith and Ilya Brzgalov. The Coyotes have always had like a goaltender who can, who could help them out. And it doesn't look like Carter Hutton is going to be that guy. I do expect him to get better. Uh, I don't think that this is going to be Carter Hutton for the rest of the season, but definitely you know, he, he's not going to be stealing too many games for the Coyotes. But it's not just him. Uh, when you have a, an 8-2 loss, goaltending definitely plays a part. But the Coyotes definitely didn't do well responding to goals. Um, that is something that I would like to see them do much better moving forward. We we briefly saw that. Um, the first Coyotes goal, Anton Strollman's goal, came pretty quick. Pretty soon after the uh, third Columbus goal, another early like first minute of the period goal, which yeah, is is rough. It's something that the team needs to work on. But I would like to see more instances of the Coyotes kind of like digging in and coming back after a deficit, especially an early deficit. Like there's still almost 19 minutes left uh, or over 19 minutes left in the period. You can definitely come back for something like that. And Arizona just did not um, bounce back well from goals. Um, one of the things that I talked about in the recap, uh, which I think is going to explain a lot of the shortcomings of the Coyotes, this is still a very, very, very fresh team. Uh, these guys have not necessarily played a lot together. Um, the Coyotes completely blew it up in the offseason. And as a result, um, there's what? nine players on the team who were with the Coyotes organization last year. Heck, I think the Vancouver guys probably have more chemistry than they do with each other than they do with some of the Coyotes players. Uh, it really was pretty rough. Um, I, I think things are going to be clearing up um, as we move forward. So yeah, it's, it wasn't great. Uh, there was a lot that went wrong, but there is hopefully it's it's going to be a little bit better next time. Like, it's not going to be great next time. Uh, the Gators are going to be playing the Buffalo Sabres, um, but this is going to be a rough season. And, you know, it, it's kind of... Maybe it's a little bit refreshing to have the first game be such a massive drop, just so 
everyone can kind of know like yeah this is gonna be rough don't uh, don't expect a lot of good things um but yeah where there were definitely a couple of good things and it's something that we're going to be talking about uh next but first um i just want to talk to everyone about built bar built bar definitely something that you're going to hear a lot on the locked on um before i came on as co-host um i was always listening to robin she was always talking about built bar and all the delicious flavors they have you know coconut salted caramel strawberry cookies and cream uh German chocolate cake or German chocolate. Uh, she's always bringing that one up. Not really a childhood memory of mine, but I personally going to go with that mint brownie. Uh, not really a childhood memory, but mint has been a flavor that I've really been identifying with as an adult. Um, I just like it. It's a very cool and refreshing thing. I live in the desert. It I like to be refreshed. Um, and not only are Built Bars tasty, they are very healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Uh, I personally try and avoid sugar. Um, it's in everything. Don't want to have it too much. Um, Built Bar is a nice option. And remember, you can order today and get the... Um, Get the official protein bar of U.S. track and field and save up to 15% off on Built.com using the promo code LOCKED15. That's promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your Built Bar order. And thank you for that. Uh, Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Gonna try and talk about some of the positives uh, from last night's game. Like I said... There were not many of them. Uh, <laughs> biggest one, I think, may be the the line of Kraus, Keller, and Schmaltz. Just a really fun line to watch. Um, didn't get rewarded. Came close. I would say they probably had the best looks of the Coyotes all game. Um, Keller did get a power play goal, but nothing five on five. They were definitely a lot of fun whipping around. Uh, Kraus has definitely upped his game, something that I noticed during the preseason. Uh, it's gotten quite a bit of talk talking about whether or not we're going to have like a refreshed Lawson Kraus who has a bounce back year. Personally, I'd love to see it. Uh, I think he really showed that he could play well with Schmaltz and Keller. Uh, there was times last year where I didn't think that the line worked particularly well, but it seemed to be a lot better this year. Uh, that being said, uh, they were not the best defensively. Uh, take what you want from it, but uh, Schmaltz finished with a minus five, uh, which is just, just brutal. Um, you know, when you're giving up eight goals in a game, you're going to have a lot of players who are in the minus, but that was just really rough. Um, I also thought that uh, defensively, yeah, the Coyotes didn't look great, um, but uh, Shane Gustafsbear 
had a had a couple of really nice moments. Um, player that I was really excited for, I have been kind of following him from a distance. Uh, his time in Philadelphia, I thought he could potentially have a bounce back year with the Coyotes this year. So many players potentially could have a bounce back year, but Gus Despair seemed like a good candidate for that, um, and he played really well. I don't. I'd like to see more from him, uh, especially defensively. But I thought he moved the puck really well. Uh, definitely really fun to watch. Um, a lot like Jacob Chikrin. Uh Not as good defensively, but offensively, he's got that really fun, really dynamic game. Um, and going along him, I thought Victor Sostrom also played really well defensively. He didn't necessarily like. He's not the biggest name. He wasn't getting the biggest minutes. But um, when he was out there, I thought he was fine. I didn't see any major lapses. Um, But then again, it seemed like it was all just lapses for the Coyotes. Uh, Really just kind of a a rough effort. Um, And, um, yeah. (sighs) That's kind of all the positives on the ice. But... There was a couple of other kind of good moments. Uh, Phil Castle was able to play, which was really good to see. He had missed the entire preseason with an injury. And there was kind of, you know, speculation whether or not the Ironman streak was going to come to an end. And it did not. Castle was out there. Uh, He didn't look stellar. I thought he looked okay. He didn't look obviously hurt. Uh, there, there was a, a moment where Max Domi was able to basically like just steal the puck away from him at the at the blue line and, and take it into the Coyotes uh, Coyote zone. Um, so yeah, I would have liked to have seen more from Kessel, but honestly, like it, he looked fine. Um, I. I'm hoping that we're going to get a little bit more offense from him as the you know, as the season rolls on. I'd like to see him get a, a few more shots. Uh, he finished with no shots on goal, so definitely need more from him. Um, I would say probably the biggest, uh, you know, the biggest positive, especially if you're a fan who thought the the Coyotes got pushed around too much in the past. They are definitely a more physical team uh, this year. We saw two fights last night. Uh, Ryan Dzingel dropped the gloves. And then Lawson Krause just absolutely annihilated someone in the third period. Um, Definitely uh, was a lot of frustration in both of those fights. But even, you know, in other times, the the Coyotes didn't seem to be afraid to, to make things physical, to to throw in an extra check um, to make sure that Columbus wasn't taking too many liberties. The, you know, it wasn't dirty, uh, dirty play. Like I don't, that's one of those things where I'm always worried about when people say they want a more physical team. It, It does so often associate with just a lot more like just dirty plays that we don't need. Uh, nothing like that. Everything seemed pretty clean. The Coyotes took a lot of penalties. Um, we're, we're seeing a lot of closely called games. Nothing too egregious. I don't think there was anything where it was like, uh, this is a sign that the Coyotes is going to be an undisciplined team, you know, 30 games from now. No, 
it looked fine. Um, but yeah, I I have been you know writing about the Coyotes and interacting with fans for a long time, and I know a lot of people were disappointed in the Talkit era of the Coyotes and just wanted a team that's harder to play against. And if that's what you're looking for, then you're gonna get you know that uh, from this season's Coyotes. They are you know clearly not the best team, but they are still going to score. Um, we're hopefully going to see some more from, from players like Keller. And if that really was an issue where, you know, Keller wasn't able to play because other teams were taking liberties, we're hopefully going to see a drop in that because this seems like a t- Coyotes team that is going to stand up for each other um, and, you know, take players out if they're, if they're crossing the line or just, you know, take them aside, make sure that, teams don't get away with too much uh i don't necessarily think it was as big a problem as as some of the people i've talked to did last year but you know it's definitely an issue and eh, it's nice to not see that this year um and we're gonna keep talking about the coyotes keep talking about uh the future because you know the season's not over we just had one bad game there's still plenty more to play but first I want to talk to everyone about Bet Online because they're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season and another hockey season. Uh, as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With an updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, or hockey, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. And again, I just want to thank everyone uh, for joining me today on your first uh, Coyotes podcast of the day. Um, We talked about last night's just horrible, awful game, uh, an 8-2 loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Tomorrow, the Coyotes continue to stay on the road. They're going to be facing off against the Buffalo Sabres in another matchup just teams that aren't expected to do well uh it's it's great to see the schedule makers put out the the coyotes game uh and the the blue the blue jackets and the buffalo sabers just having them all play each other at once so we can get you know maybe a good idea of who's going to be you know tanking for shane Wright next year uh unlike the coyotes the buffalo sabers had a great start um they beat the montreal canadians 5-1 which wow i don't think anyone was expecting that uh it's kind of curious to see um you know what the what the expectations are for the montreal canadians uh they may have overachieved a little bit last season uh missing some pieces this year but i didn't expect them to be losing to the Sabres in their second game. And I didn't expect them to be losing by like a score of five to one. That's a, 
That's why I expect a team like the Coyotes to be losing. Um, but yeah, Buffalo Sabres, possible powerhouse? No, no, not at all. This was probably just a lucky, uh, a lucky thing, and you know it's not going to be the case. Um, the the Buffalo Sabres are probably not going to keep up this pace over 82 games. Um, these games are definitely going to be really interesting to watch. Uh, whenever people talk about tanking, the Buffalo Sabres really come to mind because that moment of, of the team or of the fans cheering an overtime loss stands out in a lot of people. Uh, I think a lot of people like to talk about how, you know, teams don't actually tank. Uh, it's the front offices, but we also don't normally see fans celebrating a tank in that way. Um, yeah, you definitely will see a couple people buy jerseys. Um, people like myself in the media and Robin, we talk about it um, because it's something that's clearly happening but you don't expect to see like boisterous cheers in arenas when your team loses, like unless you have money on that game. Uh, we're in Arizona now. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be betting on the Coyotes to lose, and uh, they're going to be happy winning money a couple times this year. Let's be honest, more than a couple times. But but yeah, the Coyotes definitely, you yeah, know, they can win this game. Um, after a rough start, I can imagine that everyone's going to want to come out and and have a good performance. Uh, you don't want a repeat of a of an eight two loss. It's it's bad for any kind of morale on that team. Um, you know, you want to give you know players a reason to keep playing and a reason to keep trying. Uh, I think we're going to definitely see a, a couple of shakeups. Um, I, I will be interesting to see if the Coyotes go with Hutton for goaltender to start off this game. The, um, you know, I, I'm kind of of two minds of it. It's it's pretty rare to see a, a goalie left out for eight goals. Like, that's just, that's rough. But that could also be the, the coaching staff saying, look, you're the starting goaltender, which for all intents and purposes, he... Carter Hutton is, we need to see how you can respond to these types of situations. Um, and, you know, maybe this is another test to kind of see how the team can respond and how Hutton can respond. Like, you know, hey, you were, got, you were left hung up. Or... Things didn't go well on Thursday. We're going to just put you right back in there, shake it off. Get a new start. Uh, don't let it simmer. We don't want, you know, Hutton to be facing off against the St. Louis Blues on Monday and just be stuck in his own head. Um, but yeah, that'll be interesting. I think the the key for the Coyotes is going to be, you know, just clearing things up defensively, better goaltending, and and hopefully getting a little bit more luck. Um, and it seemed like the the Buffalo Sabers. That's definitely a very account accomplishable goal it would be great to see the coyotes you know play well tonight um you know it doesn't matter too too much for you know the lottery reasons like a single game two games in 
that doesn't really make too much of a difference in the grand scheme of things, but it's definitely going to affect players' morale. Um, I can see, you know, a bounce back game being in the cards for a lot of the guys on the ice. Uh, I could see maybe, you know, some players who were scratched last night, maybe they come in and, and do really well. Uh, we didn't get to see uh, a couple of players. Um, Liam O'Brien, Vlaslav Provenev, and Travis Boyd all were scratches last night. Um, it'll be curious to see if one of them draw in and what kind of impact they have. Um, you know, the team's more physical. Does adding Liam, Liam O'Brien add a little bit more to that physicality? I'm not sure. Uh, team had some issues defensively. Um, could uh, Provenev be like a calming source for that? It's possible. Um, I don't think he can hurt the team defensively. Uh, let me just say that. But, you know, that's really all that we have uh, for today's episode. Uh, I want to thank everyone again for, for coming on, for talking, or for listening la- about last game, uh, getting a little bit of information for tomorrow night's game. Uh, if you want to interact with us, we are at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Carl Pavlock FFH. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, joining us on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. And don't forget to howl on. Woo-hoo!